This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Wednesday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. Oh, Rex, I was just... Pa- Rex? Uh, no, not really. Oh, sorry, uh, but I thought you were Trevor. Rex. No, Rex isn't here. There's no one here. Oh, Trevor. Yeah. Bert's Trevor. Yeah, the same. Yeah, I got here early. Well, earlier than planned, so uh, no one about. <laughs> I looked for the spare key. Dad always keeps a spare. And uh, there it was, just where I, I thought it would be. Oh, sorry, Trevor. I, I wasn't expecting you to... <laughs> Can I just say, we were all so sad to hear about Bert. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, Tony. It is Tony, isn't it? Uh, Tony, yes. Yeah, Tony Archer. Yeah, I <laughs> have a memory for faces, even when they change, which over the years, inevitably, they do. Uh, yes. I know what you're thinking. Um, How did I find that key? Oh, yes, the key. Well, I... Yeah, well, I always told Dad, put a spare key under a stone. You never know when you're going to get locked out or something, you know. Only don't put it under a big stone. A big stone's a dig giveaway. Put it under a small stone, a hand's width away from the big stone. And that's where I looked, and that's where I found it. Well, good thinking. Yeah, it brought Dad right back to me, finding that key. Yes. Yeah, we had a shared interest in stones, see. Did you? Yeah, geologically speaking. Well... I'd love to stop longer, Trevor, but we're bang in the middle of potato harvest. Well, you'll have a tea or something before you go, though, will you? Oh, no, no, that would have been nice, but as I say, we're... Assuming I can find the necessary equipment in Dad's kitchen. Well, I'd love to, really, but... Go on, I'd welcome the company, to be frank with you, till our mate Rex actually turns up. Rex! Oh, Ruth, I was just getting biscuits. Yeah, you know, for Trevor. Ah, yeah. If he is a biscuit man, I don't actually know. No. Well, most men are. I've had to wing it. He'll be here in an hour. Don't look so worried. It'll be fine. I'm not entirely sure how to handle this. I mean, I I don't want to intrude on his grief. You won't be doing that. You know, push him where I'm not wanted. Just be normal. And if you're not sure, ask. Yeah, right. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? Yes. Oh, what? I'm making notes for Sunday to introduce the omen and the exorcist for the drive-in night. Ah. A word or two on what makes them classics of the genre. Ah. Well, I was wondering if you'd seen Freddy this morning. No. So far, I've been denied that pleasure. Well, when you do, I wonder if you might do me a favour? What? Say something nice to him. Nice? Why? Because... I mean, why on earth should I? Because he's feeling a bit low about Bert. Well, that's perfectly understandable, but it's hardly my responsibility. And we trampled all over his plan to use Bert at Halloween. Yes, because it was hopeless. But it's not going to happen now, is it? So, where's the harm in telling him it was at least a good idea? Because it wasn't. Anyway, the last I heard, you and Freddy were tearing chunks off each other. Does this mean you've now declared peace? After hearing about Bert, it, it all seemed a bit trivial. But it was his crackpot idea that caused the row in the first place. Well, there were other things. Like what? 
it doesn't matter now. The thing is, he feels bad about Bert, and I thought it would be nice to make a gesture. I'd be hypocritical if I went back on what I'd said. A small price to pay. Lily, your brother's an annoying little tick who needs to learn when to speak and when to be silent. I'm not sure I want to indulge him by saying something nice. That's why I decided to come by train, Tony, mate. You can think on a train. You can develop a line of thinking. Yeah, one of the best ways to get round, I... A train of thought, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no telling who your fellow travellers might be, yeah? Do you find that? I don't go by train as much oh, as I'd like. Oh, I stumbled like. into many a surprising conversation on a train. Yeah. Even on the way down today, you'll never guess who I sat opposite. Well, go on then. Sorry? Have a guess. Man sat facing me, close as you are now. Oh, well... Um, a judge. A judge? Well, that must have been interesting. Wouldn't say very much about his work, mind, even though I declared an interest. Crikey, O'Reilly. It was a job and a half to squeeze more than a couple of words out of him. Unbelievable. Although, in the end, I'm not sure he was a proper judge at all. Because he said he was going to Birmingham. He was quite specific about that. And suddenly he jumps up at Wolverhampton and says, Oh, this is me, and bundles himself off the train. No. Yeah. What kind of judge can't tell Wolverhampton from Birmingham? Tony? Oh, you must be Rex. Oh, yes. Sorry, Rex. I'm not really supposed to be here. I only came to offer my condolences and... and we got well, into a bit of a chinwag, didn't we, Tony? Oh, sorry. Am I late? No, no. 10.30 on the dot. Oh, I thought I'd got the time wrong. I got an earlier train. Well, earlier than planned. The early train had a slightly circuitous route, but a much more interesting one, as it turned out. Branch lines. Oh. I was telling Tony here about it. Instead of going into Crewe... Uh, no, we don't. Went around... No, uh, don't tell him about the journey. Oh, what? Well, I don't mind hearing about it. Uh, no, 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 because you've just got in and uh, you'll have things to sort out. Well, yeah, you've got a point there. Uh, you know, practical stuff. Anyway, I ought to be off. You sure? Absolutely. Oh, I brought some biscuits in. Oh, the bearer of biscuits. A mate for life. We're in the middle of harvesting spuds. Oh, right. Of course. Uh, well, it was kind of you to call in, Tony. That's all right. And sorry for your loss. Uh, just before you go, Tony, mate, I, I'd like to say, publicly as it were, thank you to Rex here for all he's done. No, th- there's no No, let me speak. It's meant the world to me and Barbara, knowing you're around, and Amy too. She loved her granddad. That's okay, Trevor. Yeah, it was her birthday yesterday. Dad would have called her. Yeah. Oh, look, while I think of it, that box in the corner there, I put all Bert's notebooks in that. Oh, the poetry. Oh, mostly poetry, yeah. But um, it's full of notes about other things too. Garden plans and bird life, rocks and stones and stuff. Rocks and stones. and. <gasps> I, to- I told you, didn't I? Didn't I, mate? One of his interests. <sighs> Trevor, I know what your dad must have meant to you. Mm. So I just want to say, treat this place as home. Oh. Come and go as you want. And don't mind me. I'll keep out of your way. <laughs> Leave you to yourself so you can, you know... What? Quietly come to terms. Oh, no. No? Though it's... It's very thoughtful of you, mate, but... What I need most right now is... is people. Someone to chat to. You and Tony here. You are the thing that's going to help me most. Chelsea's been in the shop, Mum was telling me. Oh, yes. 
going through Susan's labels and correcting the apostrophes. <laughs> really? <laughs> so Mum said. Oh, good for Chelsea. Which shows what a good teacher you are. Well, I don't know. I do. Not only do you get the message across, but your students want to go out and change the world. In a way, perhaps? No, I'm serious, Russ. You've made a difference. Grumpy teenager to punctuation warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Simply a matter of seeing the potential in people. Whoever they are. Absolutely. Like Freddie. What? Because if it can work with Chelsea... Uh, No, wait a minute. It can work with Freddie, can't it? Well, not impossible, I suppose. I told him you wanted him to introduce one of the films on Sunday night. Oh, Lily, you didn't. The Omen. And that you particularly wanted him to do it because you thought he'd be really good at it. Oh, Lily. Ruth? Can you talk? Yeah. You're not still with Trevor? No, no, I had to see to the pigs. I'm just getting back to him now. How did it go? Okay, yes, um... He's all right, very friendly, quite a bit like Bert. Uh, but, um... What? I shouldn't really say. But honestly, Ruth, he might be the most boring person I've ever met. Oh, dear. When I turned up this morning, Tony was there, trapped on the sofa, hearing about Trevor's train journey. Oh, poor Tony. Down to the last excruciating detail. <laughs> In the end, I said I had to see to the pigs and we made a break for it. But you're going home now? Yes, and he says he needs some company. Oh, Rex. Oh, it's only for tonight. He's off in the morning. Well, call us if we can help. Thanks. Oh, and by the way, Toby was over with Rosie. Oh, yes? Apparently your dad and his lady friend went to this club in London. With some celebrity chef, yes. That's right, Aid Gillam. He said to let you know it went really well. Did he? They had a great time. Oh, good. So much better than listening to me go on about rewilding. Oh, I see he let you down. Oh, yes. But hey, Dad's told Toby to tell me he's had a great time schmoozing, so I'm thrilled for him, I really am. I met a judge on the way down here, did I say? He got off at Wolverhampton, otherwise I would have told him about you. My dad was interested in the law, I would have said. We had a lot of interests in common, Dad and me. Oh, you're on your own? Yeah, just me. Ah, thought I heard voices. No, no. How are those pigs of yours, then? All in good order, are they? Uh, They're fine, yeah. Good, good to hear, yeah. Can't let a pig run amok, can you, mate? Um, You've got some all right here, have you? Me? Yeah, yeah. Found a pile of what you might call correspondence. A few old letters, some postcards and things. Bert used to write letters sometimes. Old style, pen and paper stuff. Yeah, yeah, he was writing one to me, as a matter of fact. Was he? Doing it on Monday, by the looks. Never finished it. Oh. There's a postcard here, too, that'll interest you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from me to mum and dad when I was 15. Really? Yeah, the mist of time, eh, mate? The mist of time. From Switzerland. Picture of the bridge at Lucerne. I'll read it, if you like. Well... Dear Mum and Dad, we are currently 1,427 feet above sea level. It transpires the Swiss have four official languages, German, French, Italian and Romance, which is a new one to me. Uh, The phrase book you purchased for me is German, uh, so I'm hoping enough Swiss people will understand that to get me by for most of my needs. (laughs) Best regards, Trevor. What about that, eh? Must bring it all back for you. And they kept it all these years. I was thinking, 
Trevor, mm. um, if you know the time of your train, I can probably take you to Hollison Junction tomorrow morning. Oh, I know the train time's all right. Oh, good. Yeah, 17 and 47 minutes past the hour. Um, well, it's not far to the station. Until 11am when the 47 minutes past the hour ceases to run. So, uh, if you know which one you want, then... Oh, I must say, it's been good to see Ambridge again. You and Tony have been so friendly. It's the least we could do. I never got to see the bull this time, though. It's pity. It's such a place of significance for Dad. The good old bull. Well, I suppose... Yeah? Could you stay a bit longer? Oh, well... Uh, if Barbara wouldn't mind. Well, I'll ask her. Till the weekend. The weekend? What do you think? Uh, why not? Yeah, I've not slept too well since I heard about Dad. It really helped me to get through the night. Staying up. Chew the fat with a mate. successful future is important to you, you may well be considering a master's degree in Scotland in the United Kingdom. The University of Stirling is a top 30 ranked university by The Guardian and Scotland's University for Sporting Excellence. There are over 90 master's courses starting either January or September 2022 with generous scholarships for Indian students. Find out more about a master's at the University of Stirling by visiting stir.ac.uk.